And welcome to the Week 10 Updated Edition of the Ride-In NFL DFS Podcast, where we talk about injuries, beat reports, things that have changed since the Thursday edition, add a few players to catch considerations, potentially remove some, Uh, maybe my feelings or thoughts have changed on a player or two. So that's kind of what we go over on this Saturday Update Edition to the ride in NFL DFS podcast. So let's talk about it. Jalen Samuels has uh, been bumped up to 6.3K. He kind of, that kind of scratched him off my list, especially because I thought uh, James Conner would be available at, at least in a limited fashion. He practiced uh, this week uh, on a limited basis. I didn't think we were even going to know if he was ruled out until about 3 o'clock on Sunday. I thought he was going to be a true game time decision. Obviously, this AC joint sprain is a little worse than we thought. So Jalen Samuels has entered the mix in our cash game lineup. It's very, very thin at 6.3K. Sure, last week he was lock button at 4K because we knew he was going to get upwards of 10 targets and all the carries. Or at least we thought. We saw Trey Evans get some carries as well. Uh, But this week at 6K... I mean, if we're counting on like an 8 for 60 receiving week, 14 points is nothing to write home about at over 6K. Um, So I think what we have to do is we have to weigh our options here. We have David Montgomery, we have Devin Singletary, we have Ronald Jones. And I'm going to add someone else into the mix. After I did some research, I think that he has a pretty high floor in this week, and that is Devonta Freeman. I think he's going to see most of the running back snaps and opportunities in Atlanta. And if this game is a, you know, a 10 to 2 touchdown, 10 point to 2 touchdown lead for the Saints most of the way, I think the Falcons will be throwing a bunch. And as we've seen when they are down, Freeman gets targeted heavily. So I think we can also add Devonta Freeman to the mix. So that muddies the waters a little bit. It depends on how much you like uh, the low 4K and maybe even some 3K receivers. Uh, to to determine who which of those uh, six and five k backs that we are going to slot in. Make no mistake about it. If Jalen Samuels was five k, I would like him over all of those players, just based on the fact that he should see ten or twelve targets uh, this week. And I don't think the Rams will make a priority out of shutting down Jalen Samuels out of the backfield. Right? That's kind of a that's kind of something that defenses will allow you to do. Um, you know, they'll make sure Juju Smith-Schuster is contained. They'll make sure Deontay Johnson doesn't break loose over the top. Uh, and they'll kind of let the Steelers dink and dunk their way down the field with Jalen Samuels. From there, Corey Davis is doubtful. So I think A.J. Brown and even Adam Humphreys uh, is, is in the mix or are in the mix. A.J. Brown has two... two uh, seven or eight target games in his last three. He looks really good. Tannehill looks for him. And without a, without Corey Davis on the field, I think that at 4.3K, he becomes one of the better 4K plays. If you need someone much lower than that, 
Adam Humphreys has gotten six targets in six or more targets in a bunch of games this year. Um, and it usually comes when they're down, when they have to sling it around uh, in catch-up mode. I think with Patrick Mahomes back on the field that this might be, you know, uh, a high-target game for A.J. Brown, Adam Humphreys, and Jonu Smith. That said, I think the Chiefs are a really good tournament play this week. I, I, think, I don't think people will be afraid to play Mahomes and Tyree Kill, but the Titans have just been absolutely smashed by receivers of... Tyreek Hill's ilk, you know, like fast, speedy guys that can just burn you down the sideline. Uh, I think that they are a great, a great uh, tournament played this week. That stack, I don't think I have the the guts to play them in cash, and I don't think it's really that smart of a play in cash. Anyway, from there, I said to myself. I think I want to make Michael Thomas a priority with Christian McCaffrey. So when that's the case, and I also want to play, uh, I'm also still trying to play Lamar Jackson or Drew Brees or potentially, uh, I've, I've likened uh, this week to, to last week where there was a bunch of quarterbacks. I think Kyler Murray's even interesting. Uh, I know I mentioned him as a tournament play, but, you know, Drew Brees, Lamar Jackson are top of my top of my list to get into my cash line. So if I'm playing one of those quarterbacks, Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas, uh, I think Jalen Samuels is probably going to be the odd man out. And if that's the case, then I think I need you know lower, like one receiver potentially lower than four point five k or even four k. So I dug a little deeper on those players, and uh, the three options that I think uh, stand out the most are, obviously, as I just mentioned, Adam Humphreys at 3.5K. I think he really could see, you know, six to eight targets this week and put up like a five for 50 game, which, if that gets you Mike Thomas and Christian McCaffrey, then I think he's worth it. Russell Gage, uh, played a ton of sl- uh, snaps in the slot last week, was targeted nine times, caught seven balls for 60 yards. Without Mohamed Sanu, I think that's definitely an option. I think Russell Gage in three wide receiver sets could be a thing going forward. And then obviously Josh Reynolds at 3.8K with now Brandon Cooks being ruled out. Um, we saw him come in and get eight targets and score when Cooks went out before their bye two weeks ago. So, those three 3K receivers are, are three receivers that I'm going to ponder a little bit um, when, I, when I finalize my build tonight or tomorrow morning for my cash game roster. From there, I think Rhett Ellison is now in play. I wasn't sure if Sterling Shepard and Evan Engram were going to be completely ruled out on the Thursday rundown. They obviously are both out now. And I think Rhett Ellison is uh, definitely in play. I think it comes down to uh, him and Mike Gesicki. If you need the 600, I don't think it is. Their medium projection, at least, is too far apart. If I had, you know, salaries notwithstanding, I think Gesicki is a much better play. He's much more athletic. He has a much better shot of doing things after the catch. However, Red Ellison went three for 30 on, I think, five or six targets. When Evan Ingram was last out, that's not terrible. He has he's scored he scored a touchdown against the Cardinals. So I think 
uh, if you absolutely need that savings, Rhett Ellison is uh, someone we can look to. And I believe the last point for today is Auden Tate. Uh, you know, this is a little bit more of a tournament play or maybe a league lineup play, but I think at 4K, Auden Tate uh, kind of jumped off the page to me when A.J. Green uh, had his quote-unquote setback, also known as watched the Bengals play for eight weeks. Um, so Auden Tate at 4K, he's had, in the six games he's been a full-time starter, he's had 10 or more targets in three of them. And against the Ravens, the last time they played, Marlon Humphrey had Tyler Boyd so locked up, so jammed up, that Auden Tate actually benefited from it and uh, was the most productive receiver on the field. So I think that is something that we can obviously look to again. Okay, guys, so this is probably the hardest week for a core four. And because of that, I have a feeling that I might have to implore uh, two lineups this week, potentially even three. I know a couple weeks ago when I played two cash lineups, I, I said uh, in on the lessons learned, that may be creating three cash lineups or three double up lineups uh, and hoping that two of three hits so that you kind of have an out for profit is something that I would try in the future. Maybe something that I employ this week or if not, and I do create two cash lineups, one will have uh, a bigger portion of my bankroll in play on one lineup over the other. Uh, I just think that having 50% of your bankroll split between two lineups is, um, you know, you're just asking for them to cannibalize each other and for it to be a push week. So if I do create multiple cash lineups, it's either going to be three or two with an emphasis on one of them. So the core four for this week obviously are, is going to include Christian McCaffrey. It's obviously going to include Michael Thomas. Those are two players that I think I'm really going to try to slot in Um and then work around, hopefully get the value in around them. I think they both have incredibly high floors and ceilings this week. One thing I will say is that if I can't get Thomas in, I'm probably going to land on Breeze as my quarterback. Uh, obviously, if the Saints offense is going to blow up, you do want some piece of that passing game. Then I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. Uh, and so what this does is this creates a very thin rest of your lineup. So it, there is a potential that I have to drop down to Breeze. But I've been tinkering and I have, I've created lineups. I have lineups, uh, you know, saved in the queue that have those three in cash and it's doable. It's definitely doable, especially with Kasicki and Ellison uh, at tight end. And then some of the the low 4K, A.J. Brown, potentially, um, you know, Josh Reynolds, Russell Gage, etc. It, it's definitely doable. And then the last player that I will slot in, uh, I will say, is David Montgomery. I think his matchup with the Lions is pretty stellar. It looks like they're trying to hide Trubisky by getting him a ton of touches. So I think that at 5.3K, uh, I like him a tad more than Jalen Samuels. I'm not 100% sold that I will have, you know, basically what, ha what what the deal is, if Jalen Samuels makes it into my cash lineup, I don't think that Michael Thomas will, and that that scares me. So I'm not sure if 
I am going to go David Montgomery or Jalen Samuels. It depends on the build. To be honest, guys, this is one of the tougher weeks. Uh, you know, I feel like DFS is sometimes an art, and you kind of have that vision when you see the salaries, you see the players, they kind of jump off the page to you. You know who you want to have in your cash game lineup. This week is one that, you know, the pool of players that I think are viable is a little bit larger. Uh, and that's, you know, that's after Christian McCaffrey and after Michael Thomas. I think those those two are, are just heads, heads and shoulders, point per dollar above um, everyone else in terms of value, in terms of ceiling as well, which you always want to build a little bit into your cash lineup. But then from there, like everything else is just so-so. I don't really have... Uh, you know, a ton of conviction on uh, too many other plays. So it seems like a week that I will be trying to slot uh, maybe potentially more than one cash lineup. However you choose to do it, though, I hope that you have success in week 10. I will see you on Monday morning for the review of my lineups and a look at Monday night's showdown slate. Good luck in week 10, guys.